Welcome, my name is Michael Aceta. I'm the founder of Matador Canine Brilliance and author of the Dog Training Cheat Codes. You're listening to the Acknowledged Dogs Podcast. What is a placator? Title of this episode is Blame Yourself or Take Responsibility. Don't be a placator. What am I talking about? If you've never heard any deviation of the word placator, I'm going to define the definition for you. Intended to make someone less angry or hostile. Okay, some synonyms are peacemaking, pacifying, appeasing, calming, peace building. All of this means you are trying to lessen confrontation. Okay, you are you are doing everything in your power to make peace. But sometimes what ends up happening is we ignore the problem that we're trying to solve. And we just take the blame on ourselves and we are a placator about it. We are trying to lessen the issue. Now I see this constantly in the dog training space. I see it constantly with my clients, and I kind of have to shake their mind out of the thinking. And that's why it's titled, Blame Yourself or Take Responsibility. Just don't be a placator. Let me give you a scenario. Your dog destroys the couch. Destroys the couch. And as a placator, you take the blame on yourself. Oh, well, I left the dog home. They must have been upset. They must have been bored. You know, I I left the dog at home. It's my fault. It's all my fault. It's such a big problem, you know. But there's no solution there. That's part of the problem of being a placate. And over the next couple of podcast episodes, I'm going to be talking about all of the different modes, are called satire modes, you can be and which is the best for training your dog, which mindset you need to have in order to train your dog well. But today we're just talking about the placater. So make sure you stay tuned over the next couple of episodes. I'm going to dive deep on each one. But the placator, just he, they take responsibility for themselves, but they don't solve it. They don't look to find a solution. Just, oh man, my dog ate the couch. I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know, I got to get a new couch. And then this happens again. And it happens again. I had one lovely client, despite her best efforts, she just couldn't grasp the concept of doing more with her dog every day just to get the dog more tired, just to work on certain things, and it kept ruining everything. And she knew that she was supposed to take responsibility and work with the dog, but she took responsibility in the wrong way. She was a placator. She wasn't interested in solving the problem. So how do you know you're a placator? What are, what are some signs that say, hey, I'm a placator, I don't look for the solution, and I'm just taking on the responsibility by myself? So that's number one. You, you take on everything that happens, and you don't confront the issue. Okay? So if your dog is reactive and barking at other people, and you say, oh, it's because I didn't, you know, I'm so sorry I didn't socialize him when he was younger. Okay, but that doesn't that doesn't solve the problem, right? Oh, well, you know, I, I didn't get him around more people. I only had him around my family, and I live with mostly women. So my dog only got used to women. They didn't get used to men. 
Or my dog got great with little dogs, but not big dogs. So you take the blame on for yourself, but you don't look to solve the solution or solve the problem. You're just taking on the blame. You're almost complaining, right? So when someone complains about something, oh, it's so hot outside. Okay. Yeah, it's hot outside. But there's nothing we can do about it. It's the temperature. You could go inside. You could have some AC. Now, if someone said, hey, let's go inside. Let's have some AC. It's really hot out here. That's solving the problem. That's proposing a solution. A placator wouldn't do that. Now, in the example of the weather, if someone said, oh, man, it's so hot outside. A placator would say, you're right. Man, maybe maybe it's because I didn't throw out my trash. It's global warming. It's my fault. I got to do better. Now, there's one thing of taking responsibility, and there's another of being a placator. So the first one is you take on this blame, but you don't actually solve the problem. Now, the second way to indicate, okay, I'm a placator, is if someone criticizes you. I want you to think about this. If someone were to criticize you, someone were to say, hey, that's wrong. Just blatantly criticized you. Hey, that's wrong. If you take it and you go, yeah, man, I know. It's my fault. 100% my fault. I'm wrong. This is why I'm wrong. This is what I didn't do. But you didn't fix anything. You're a placator. You're at work. And your boss says, hey, you put the cup on the wrong side of the table. Something simple. It doesn't have to be, you know, you, you lost millions of dollars for the company, whatever it is. You put the cup on the wrong side of the table. Or you got me a, a cappuccino instead of a latte. You say, I'm so sorry, sir. It's completely my fault. But then you don't go get another cup of coffee. That's a placator. You are, you are being a martyr, essentially. You're taking on this pressure that you, you didn't need to. That doesn't help you, right? If you're at work and you brought a cappuccino to your boss instead of a latte, the best thing to do would be, absolutely, let me go get you another drink. And then you go get the appropriate drink. And we're going to talk about that in a couple of days, what, what that is. But placator-wise, you, you can't take on this responsibility. It's damaging to you and your dog. Why is it damaging? Because you never solve the problem, which means your dog never gets better, and you will continuously be a placator. The other problem about being a placator, right, appeasing, calming, peacemaking, peace building, that's totally fine if we're talking about battles and war. But if you can't have some kind of confrontation with family members, with your dogs, then you can't push through to the next relationship. For example, your spouse doesn't want to train the dog the way you do. But you know, based off listening to this podcast and the research you've done and the YouTube videos you've watched and the book you've read, which, by the way, the Dog Training Cheat Codes is still on sale, $15.99, Dog Training Cheat Codes. Head over to matadorcanine.com slash cheat codes, matadorcanine.com slash cheat codes, and you can get the physical copy, ebook, and audiobook. So if you read that book and you spoke to your spouse and you said, hey, we got to be doing what's in this book, and your spouse said no because they didn't read the book which is why you should get two copies, one for your spouse, one for you. You can write notes in it. But at some point, you're going to have to have a discussion. You're going to have to have a confrontation in order to get to the next level of your relationship. That's how relationships are built. That's why they're so strong for people who have gone through some stuff. And if you've gone through things with your significant other, you're much more likely to have a long-lasting relationship as opposed to you know, the new couple. A year in, nothing has changed. Nothing's really stretched their relationship muscle. 
everything's super easy. You need to have that confrontation. And so if you're a placator, if your intent is to make someone less angry or hostile, you're going to be appeasing to them. Then in many cases in a relationship, the spouse can become abusive or manipulative because they know you're just going to go with whatever they say. And that's not healthy. If you're in that relationship, it's not healthy. So I hope this clears that up for you. Same thing with your dog. Some dogs are a little more strong-willed and stubborn. If you're going to be a placator to them, and they're going to, you know, people you typically say they're going to boss you around. They're the alpha. You have to be a little more stern. I'm not saying you have to be more stern. You just have to get rid of the idea of making them less angry or hostile, not having that confrontation. Right? If you're going to have a dog that's a little more thick scold, a little more stubborn, then you need to be just slightly more stubborn. You need to have the answers, the solutions. You need to have the techniques that trick your dog into thinking they made the decision in the first place. But what you don't need to do is be somebody who says, it's okay, you can do that. You can destroy my couch. It's my fault. I let you out. It's like, no, you can't destroy my couch, even if I let you out. Yes, you need to manage your dog's life, especially in the beginning of training, but... You can't take the responsibility off them and put it onto you when it's unjustified. There are justifiable terms. Okay, there, there are justifiable means of where this is okay. Right? If you blatantly ignored something, like you didn't put your dog on a leash in a very distracting area, that is your fault. <laughs> That's where you take responsibility. Yep, it's my fault. It's my fault. I, I was stupid. But now we have to find the solution. We got to get to the next step. But don't blame yourself. If you blame yourself too much, then you're not going to want to continue to train and work with your dog. There's a balance here. You have to take responsibility, right? I'm responsible for my dog's training. I would never let my dog not know how to do something simply because of my lack of initiative in training. They don't know how to recall off leash. That's a lack of initiative in your training or a lack of motivation and understanding of how important it is. Or you don't know how to do it, right? You're, you're uncertain about something. You need to get all the information, all the knowledge, all the motivation in order to do it successfully. But you have to take responsibility for that. But if you put blame on yourself, oh, my dog's terrible. You know, my, my, my dog's come close to biting people. My dog's destroying the house, uh, you know. I rescued it from a shelter and now I'm afraid I'm going to have to bring it back. That's taking blame on yourself. It doesn't help you. It just defeats you. You don't want to feel defeated with your dog. Your dog's supposed to make you feel better. Your dog's supposed to make you feel loved, right? You're supposed to do all these wonderful, wonderful things with your dog and you don't get to if you're just beating yourself up over and over and over again. So don't beat yourself up. Take responsibility and don't be a placator. If someone criticizes you, and you immediately take that and go, yep, nope, you're right. It's all my fault. Everything's my fault. You know, I wish I could just do better. It's all my fault. You are trying to make them less angry or hostile towards you. And maybe it's because you don't know how to handle them. Maybe it's because you don't think you can. Maybe they're in a leadership role. Or they're the boss. Or they're your spouse and they get angry when you talk back to them, right? That, those are problems. And in many cases, those problems lend themselves to the same situations you're finding yourself in with your dog. If your dog is bossing you around, 
quotes around bossing you around, right? They bump into you, they push you, they want dinner a little bit faster and you just do it. You're not taking responsibility for their overall training. Dogs should be patient. They should be able to wait. But giving in to everything they want, oh, well, you know, they were really looking at that steak I was eating and I just had to give it to them. You're giving in to your dog. You're giving in to what they want, not what you're expecting of them. So you got to get clear about what your expectations are. Once you get clear about what your expectation is with your dog, it becomes 10 times easier to train them in anything you want them to do. What do I want my dog to do? What is my expectation? My expectation, just for a quick example, is when I take my dogs out to go to the bathroom, the second I plant my feet and say, go potty, they should start sniffing. That's my expectation. So the second I go outside, plant my feet and say, go potty, the moment they start sniffing, I will praise them. Either verbally, I'll give them a treat, but I don't want to distract them from going to the bathroom. But that's my expectation. If I didn't know that, or if you've heard that for the first time, you're like, wow, I didn't know I could do that. What are you doing right now? You take your dog out, you walk around for 45 minutes, they still haven't gone to the bathroom. Some people tell me they come into the house and then their dog goes to the bathroom. Why is that? Well, my dog moved around, they got the bowels moving, and now they got to go. But because they were distracted by all these new smells every five feet when they're sniffing, they don't go to the bathroom. Instead, I do the opposite. I have my dog go outside with me. My expectation is they immediately go to the bathroom, and now we get to go play. Now we get to go do the fun stuff, and my dogs aren't going to go to the bathroom while we're doing the fun stuff, which means I've controlled their environment. I've taken responsibility for their environment, and I do not give in to what they want to do. Left to their own devices, I'm sure my dogs would run around the yard all day, do everything they wanted, rip up the grass, right? Destroy my plants, pee on everything, poop all over the place. They'd eat all of their food in one sitting, right? Left to their own devices, they will do whatever they want. Dogs are opportunists. So I can't, I can't give in to what they want to do. It's just like a child. Right? We don't give in to a two-year-old's tantrum of wanting candy at 12 o'clock at night. You don't, know. It's time for bed. You have to be a responsible one. You are a parent. You are a pet parent. So don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up over it. Take responsibility and don't give in to everything your dog wants. You cannot be a placator if you're going to train your dog well. You have to get this mindset shift. You have to be not stern, right? You just have to be responsible for what you're going to let slide and not let slide. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more about these topics, make sure you tune in over the next couple of podcast episodes. I'm going to be breaking down a bunch of different things and what is the best mindset to have when you're going to be training your dog. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time.